the Oklahoma Business Roundtable. This organization promotes new business investment throughout Oklahoma, including funding support for startup, retention, expansion, and attraction of business facilities and operations. Learn more about them at okbusinessroundtable.com. This is the Oklahoma Innovate That Podcast. In each episode, we talk to the scientists, CEOs, inventors, entrepreneurs, and innovators that are helping to make Oklahoma a national leader in science, innovation, and technology. The Innovate That Podcast is a production of OCAST, the Oklahoma Center for the Advancement of Science and Technology. OCAST is the Oklahoma State Agency for Technology-Based Economic Development and is working to move innovative ideas from concept to commercialization. Learn more at ocast.ok.gov. Enjoy this episode of the Oklahoma Innovate That Podcast. Now, here's your host, Oklahoma Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell. Hey, everybody. It is Oklahoma Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell coming to you with another episode of our Oklahoma Innovate That Podcast series. This podcast, the goal has always been of highlighting companies in Oklahoma that you may not have heard of but absolutely need to know about. I've learned so much and and have met so many amazing people hosting this podcast. So, so far in our series, uh, we've highlighted businesses in a variety of different industries, such as aerospace, biotech, energy, diversification. Each company has been promoted by a spokesperson or entrepreneur involved in growing that business in our state. And again, these are just have been just amazing people. Our guests today are absolutely no different. I'm really excited about this. They had an idea created a product and are currently selling that product. What makes our guests unique today is these entrepreneurs are still in high school. I'm looking at them right now and they look about the age of my oldest daughter, uh, which makes me feel very old. I'm really excited about this. Uh, Our guests today are Aria Ramaniti and Katie Sparks, co-founders of Wristworld, and on the product development team, he is, so Aria is a 14-year-old freshman at Norman High School. He is learning to play the piano, violin, has been taking taekwondo lessons for almost seven years, and wants to graduate from MIT and pursue a career in the field of engineering. You are well on your way, sir. Well on your way. Katie Sparks, the chief executive officer of Risk World, 16 years old, a whole 16-year-old, my, I have a 16-year-old, uh, will be a junior at Community Christian School. Both Norman High and Community Christian School are awesome schools. Blessed to have them both in the state. Uh, She enjoys performing arts, singing, making music. She stays active, plays for her school's two-state championship volleyball team and two-time state tournament golf team. Well, congratulations on that. She's a black belt in martial arts and loves hunting and fishing. Most importantly, she loves her company, Wristworld. We are just so thankful to have both of you guys here. So let's jump right into this. First off, as a 14 and 16-year-old, is this one of the first podcasts you guys have done? Surprisingly for you, no. Yeah. No, we've been on quite a few. We've good. gotten pretty used to it. It's good. been a good experience. Good. Well, yeah, you guys are probably more used to this stuff than I am as well. an old guy. So <laughs> so I mentioned again, I mentioned Wristworld. So, so let's just start off. Like, Please tell us the story about how Wristworld was created uh, and how it came to be. Well, I'm glad you asked. This is one of our favorite stories to tell. So we started four years ago now through a nonprofit called LoveWorks Leadership, and they work to teach entrepreneurship skills to middle school students. And someone had the idea, hey, you know, what would happen if we gave middle schoolers the opportunity to start a tech startup? Hmm. Would they be able to create something? Would they be able to develop it and run a company? 
And we answered that question, and here we are four years later. But back then, we just heard a little bit about this new tech startup idea, and we applied for positions. And now our nine-member team is here with us today. It's been a long road. LoveWorks has been so beneficial to us. I love the program. Uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more about LoveWorks and just give a give a, a website at the end, too. Aria, any, any other uh, feedback on how this came about? Uh, yeah, so we heard about this from a summer leadership program. And in that program, LoveWorks like, explained to us like how to start a business. And we were separated into different groups. And I was paired with some people in the Roost World team. And our first company that we tried to create was a gummy bear company. Uh-huh. And it was the middle of the summer. It was really hot. So when we eventually went to sell our gummy bears, they had melted. And at the <laughs> end of this program, after all of this, Mr. Brent came up from Trifecta Communications and he talked about Wristworld. And it was a really exciting idea. All that was there was just, he said, we need to create a company that has wristbands and augmented reality and kids are open to join this. So. From there, we wrote resumes, and nine members got in. So what was your initial, for, for going to that program, what reasons did each of, each of you have for signing up for that? So I found out about it from my middle school when I was okay. signing up. and Good for you. So your middle school yeah. was pushing it. Good. I always like to make that connection, you know, for any middle school or high school kid listening to this right now. I mean, they go to a middle school or high school somewhere. Which, which of those middle schools and high schools are actually pushing programs like this? In Norman, I think all of them were. Good. I went to Whittier. Good, so. good, excellent. And Katie, why did you sign up for it? I first heard about LoveWorks through my church, okay. and I started out. My first experience with LoveWorks was in the same camp that he was discussing, where we got to go in and we had a week to come up with an idea. We had a team that we didn't even know, so we met our team the first day. We had to come up with a product idea, how we were going to manufacture it, how we we were going to package it, market it, and then sell it on the final day. So it was really a crunch time, like craziness yeah and with all of our little products we made it was a blast we learned so much but for sure the most important part of that was when mr brent got up on the stage and offered this opportunity yeah that's awesome that's great so what type of game okay we're we're swirled here what what is the type of game uh and is there multiple games explain a little bit about that yeah so our product is wrist world it's an augmented reality rpg game and it combines wristbands and augmented reality to create a really unique experience. So it's made up of four wristbands, and each of these is a different world or level of the game. And to play the game- four bands? Okay. And each of these is a different world, and it has their own unique story, characters, and activities that you can do on each of these. To complete the game, you have to buy all four of them, and they're non-linear. So they're kind of like chapters of a book. When you put them together, you're able to complete the game. And we have two modes to play in game mode and wrist mode. In game mode, you can play through our storyline, complete the story, collect different items and abilities. And in wrist mode, you can show off everything you've collected in 3D. Oh, that's really that's really neat. Uh, and all of that, that process, again, four years ago is kind of when this kind of started. So, I mean, has it been a, a, a complete four-year process or when did you start demoing the game over those last four years? So at the beginning, we just had a lot of brainstorm sessions, and for our first prototype, uh, it took a few months. Okay, so a few months, and so you've been working on it ever since then, kind of developing it out further. Yeah, so we started in the summer of, ooh, what, 2018? Yeah, 2018, and wow, so long ago. Yeah. And then 2019, we decided that with our prototype, our kid team was going to go to the biggest toy fair in the world, (laughs) the New York International Toy Fair. And we went in there just 
storm in the castle. Yes. And we had no idea what to expect. And let me tell you, for a toy fair, it was pretty hard to get a couple middle schoolers in there yeah. to exhibit a product. Yeah. But we got in there, we got to exhibit our prototype and the feedback we received from these big time distributors and uh, toy company owners, it was monumental. And then we came home and we ran our Kickstarter campaign to develop our actual product. Okay. Yeah. And and I remember when I met with you all a number of years, this was kind of, I think, after you had gotten back from that toy show. Mm -hmm. Was impressed then. I'm even more impressed now. How much does this cost? So our single bands are $8 and our box set is 40 Okay. Well, that's not bad at all. Mm-mm. Not bad at all. And again, is each one a different game? So all of them are part of Wristworld, and okay. you can think of the different bands as different levels of the same game. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. And so talk about your experience uh, of launching a line with, and again, I'm, I'm going to completely botch his name here. Do you even want to say his name for me? Hatsun Mika. Miku. Hatsune Miku. Yeah, that yes. was really that, close. That was closer than most. Okay, good. Well, thank you. So we met <laughs> the character Hatsune Miku at our second year at the New York Toy Fair. Okay. So when we were there, we got introduced to Max from Krypton, and we were looking for licensing deals that year, and we connected with Miku. And Hatsune Miku is a singing voice synthesizer, which means that people can use her voice in a software to make songs. Huh. And this character has millions of followers worldwide, and her character actually looks like a hologram. Okay. So combined with Wristworld and augmented reality, it was a great fit. Yeah. Okay, so that was the second the second, second year, year you... Okay. We went right. back. Okay. So what is it like working with a Japanese company? So any struggles that we had weren't related to like a language barrier at all. It was due to the time zone. Uh-huh. So if we <laughs> sent them something to like approve, maybe it'll take like a week or two weeks for them to like get back to us and... Sometimes that can be a struggle, but it was still a great experience, like, working with them. You know, there's so many growing, I mean, the, the Japanese market, uh, it's the second largest tourism market to America, and the high net, high net worth companies in Japan is growing, gosh, by the hour over there. So, to, again, the, it's, it's extremely impressive that you all, at your age, are doing business again with, with a Japanese company, and we'll learn a lot from that, I have no doubt, particularly in this <laughs> tech space. Mm, yeah. For sure, for sure. So again, I mean, what what is it like uh, to be a young adult company navigating the waters of an industry of mostly of adults? It's really interesting to see people's reactions yeah. since we've had so many meetings where we come in and we're maybe pitching our product to someone and we can really see the surprise on their face. Like they wouldn't expect middle school kids to have created a product like this. We have definitely had our share of battles and in the moment, yeah, it seems pretty crazy cuz we didn't have a manual for this. We don't even have college credit, mm-hmm. but we were thrown into this. Um, here's the real business world. This isn't some kid camp. You've got to go into this. You've got to f- find uh, funding. You've got to figure out how to manufacture. Is your manufacturer going to give you the best price? Is it the right quality for your tech? Mm-hmm. All that stuff. And just our struggles with the toy fair. I'm sure you remember that yeah. crazy story. Yeah. All of that, you know, in the moment it's crazy and it's difficult, but those are some of our best memories. And the most important things that we've learned in our four years here and the opportunities that we've had with this real life experience are more than we could ever ask for just getting a business degree or something like that. Oh, there's no doubt. You got something on your resume now. Um, (laughs) So where do you guys want to take this company? I believe that with the work that we've put in in the past and a new venture we're kind of working on with Wristworld, I think Wristworld can become something bigger than we ever imagined initially. And Good things are happening. I can't tell you everything, uh-huh. but good things are happening. So stay tuned. And you know what? 
if risk world becomes what it can be i don't mind doing this for a full-time career yeah if yeah. it's a multi-million dollar company, I'll, I'll stick around. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you would. So what other ideas, and again, you, these are the things you may not be able to get into right now, but what other ideas for bands do you have? Because, I mean, again, this is kind of endless, it seems like to me. I mean, it could it could grow. I mean, you can go in so many different directions with this, which, I mean, it's scalable, yeah. which is what, you know, investors certainly always want, are always looking for. Yeah. So, for example, like licensed characters, the possibilities for those could yeah, be endless. Cool. Maybe you could have like a Marvel wristband, a Disney wristband. Yeah. And we could also do event-based wristbands. So maybe, for example, if you go to a football game, your wristband will be able to do something different while you're at the game compared to like when you're not there. Yeah. So there's really a lot of things we can do. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So right now we will very soon be releasing a new update to our original app that will now include all of Miku's group, as we call it, mm-hmm. to our current wristbands. So with that update, the other five characters who are part of her little niche group will then be updated. So we've that's something we've been working on for a while, but we're currently working on some possible bands with some pro sports teams cool. and a Netflix show. Oh, very neat. Very neat. Well, we'll just, yeah, well, that, that'll be the teaser, right? For mm-hmm. the next time, we'll, we'll get you guys back on. Let's talk a little bit about augmented reality here. I mean, explain how, explain it a little bit for, for those listening and, and why the company chose that kind of tech. So augmented reality differs from virtual reality. So for example, if you put on a VR headset, everything you see is going to be generated by a computer. You're in an artificial world. Mm-hmm. And the augmented reality in wrist world, it uses your phone camera to show you the real world but it'll place a 3D model of the game onto your like hmm. phone. It's almost like a hologram. Yeah. So doing this, Wristworld has like, it's a really unique game to play. So you're not stuck in one perspective. You can move your phone around the wristband to like interact with different puzzles and to like unlock different things that you might not have seen. Hmm. And is there anything out there like this? I mean, competition? We're happy to say no. There are a lot of AR products out there, and the future of AR is bright. It's supposed to be a multi-million dollar company in coming, uh, company industry Mm -hmm. in coming years. But we are patent pending, and with our unique experience, like he was discussing, being able to manipulate the band and our wrist mode style event-based character bands, we believe that there is another is no other product like Wristworld. Yeah. I mean, to have a company like that, that's that's fantastic. What is the best lesson uh, that you guys have learned through this experience so far? I think for me personally is to not doubt yourself. Mm-hmm. So when I first started Wristworld, I wasn't really sure where this would go. Like, I'm not sure. I wasn't sure if we would just be selling like in a, in a at a little booth, like in a store maybe. And now we're selling internationally in like a lot of countries around the world. So the possibilities of what you can do are endless really so don't doubt yourself that's good that's good i was truly amazed by what we could accomplish not having a business degree or having special leadership training but just by being willing to work harder than the other guy bingo we don't know all the stuff we're figuring everything out as we go and sometimes it's messy but if we're willing to put in the work put in the effort look for the right resources and meet the right people we've really been able to do something mind-blowing. I, I talk about that all the time. The grit, you know, just working harder than your your peers. There's unfortunately 
a lot of people, and some of it culturally just in the world today, that are just not working as hard as they need to be. Certainly you guys have the grit, and you're waking up earlier, staying up, out later probably than your peers, and it's, uh, it's turned into a very successful venture. Here's a question that I have. You know, as a leader in Oklahoma, we have a lot of leaders at our state capitol that listen to this podcast. What can the leaders of Oklahoma do to help you guys be successful or to help any entrepreneur? I mean, again, you all now have the experience as a very young entrepreneur in the state of Oklahoma. What can leaders in Oklahoma do to help others and you all be more successful? One of the most beneficial things for us has been the connections that we've made and the people that have been willing to offer up their time to meet with us, to help us, and most importantly, connect us with the right people to help us grow and move forward. The connections that we've made with people in Oklahoma, people working right around the corner, have totally changed the trajectory of Wristworld. We would not be where we are without it. And then somewhere down the road, we're going to be looking for some investment to help really scale Wristworld, especially with international sales, but chiefly the connections with the right people and just having the opportunity to meet with Oklahoma's leaders. Anything else, Aria? Not really. That covered everything. Yeah, that's good. So the last question we always ask is, is uh, you know, why did you choose Oklahoma? Now, for you all, being 14 and 16, you guys are still at home with your parents. But I firmly believe this company is going to be scalable. You're going to have investors and you will graduate from high school and a college. And and I hope we'll still choose Oklahoma. But what has, again, your your experience of growing up in Oklahoma and the doors that, again, you've talked a little bit about it that, you know, a lot of people have been very open to you. And again, this is a very friendly state, but your experience of just being raised as a kid in Oklahoma. Talk a little bit about that. Well, that experience and Wristworld too, like the Norman and Moore communities are extremely supportive of yeah. everything we're doing. And it's really just a great place. Yeah. So, yeah. I, well, yeah, the Loves Works is, is a good example of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I don't think about a lot that I learned from Wristworld specifically and traveling around, I didn't realize how nice Oklahoma people are. Because when we went to New York, we were in middle school. It was like a rude awakening, man. <laughs> and we, I think we all learned to appreciate the great state that we live in more. And also in New York, the opportunities that we had to show what Oklahomans can do and not even just Oklahomans, but Oklahoma kids, the people we had, I mean, worldwide distributors meeting with us and they were like, wow, you, you really are showing what those Oklahomans can do down there. And it was so great to be able to have that impact somewhere else in the world at our age. Yeah, uh, I think you nailed it. People are pretty wowed by how friendly we are in the state of Oklahoma and that you can make a difference. You truly can make a difference in this state still. You know, we, we don't pat you on the head and say you're up to bat next. You're up to bat now. You really are. Listen, this was a thrill for me to interview both of you all. Again, Wrist World, Aria and Katie Sparks, thank you. I look forward to certainly watching both of you. Maybe you guys will hire me one day. This is truly kind of what our state is all about. And anytime that OCAST or our innovation pipeline model certainly can be helpful to you, I know the doors here will be open to you. So thank you for joining me today. Thank you so thank much, you. Mr. Pernell. Yeah. It's a pleasure. And again, for those listening, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of our Innovate That podcast, where we bring you the best and brightest and the future stars. I have no doubt of those that I interviewed today, bringing those to you listeners across the state and the world. Thank you all so much for joining us.